Welcome to this episode of the podcast, Guess What You're Gonna Hate. I'm Kate. And I'm Janine. And this is a podcast about exposing someone to the very worst and sometimes best, but mostly worst pop culture of the 2000s. For this episode, I wanted to make us watch uh, Keeping the Faith, which is that movie that has Smooth in it. (laughs) (laughs) But I just couldn't figure out where it was, and I was just feeling really lazy, and I I just didn't want to have to deal with finding a Ben Stiller uh, Jenna Elfman movie from 2000. <laughs> so I just decided to go with a listener suggestion that we got a few days ago and is actually the only movie I've ever purchased on iTunes. So it's already downloaded onto my phone. <laughs> and that is the 2004 Mandy Moore starring vehicle Saved. I'm excited about it because it comes from one of our listeners and one of my friends, John. Yay! And he suggested it because he says it combines the irreverence of making fun of Christians with the problematic humor of the early 2000s. So he loves it because it definitely fits into that typical teenager, like, fuck religion phase. So, and I and I think this is some important context here because this is not just like some random guy saying this is this fuck religion phase. I literally went to his confirmation to see him become a reverend. So this guy is literally a reverend and he went through a teenage fuck religion phase and he suggested this movie to us. So I'm excited about it. I, I've never seen it, but I'm supposing you have because you bought it on iTunes. For something that I own and is the only movie I ever purchased on iTunes, I've actually only seen it like a couple times, but I think I bought it when it was on sale and I was like, I want to watch this. And then I did. And I was like, and I still own this, but <laughs> it's like the only thing that's downloaded into like the TV app on my iPhone. <laughs> So why did you watch it? Did you hear about it? or I was in high school, so it was like 2007, 2008 or something like that, back when I was still using iTunes. <laughs> I mean, just like, watching this movie will be fine. I'd rather be listening to the Grammy Award winning 1999 hit Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20 off the multi-platinum album Supernatural, but, you know, save, Saved is fine too. <laughs> Can we change the name of this podcast to I'd rather be listening to Smooth by Santana? <laughs> i think that would definitely get us some copyright issues there i mean is it because like honestly i feel like it's just a fact like they can't take away our first amendment rights which is (laughs) me just saying i'd rather be listening to smooth by santana (sighs) anytime someone looked up smooth by santana on itunes we would also pop up oh yeah that would definitely be piggybacking that would be lazy at that point oh my god we would get at least like 10 more views pity pity downloads (laughs) And they'd be like, wait, this isn't Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20. (laughs) You know what would be fun is if somebody out there who had musical talent took lyrics of today's songs and just put them all in Smooth by Santana. So they took the same lyrics, but then they put it into the music of Smooth. Okay, what's, what's, um, I'm trying to think of a popular song nowadays, and I'm really only getting 2016, but I feel like that's close enough. Um, (laughs) Okay, so like... There's like that Justin Bieber song, Sorry. It's like, um, oh my God, I used to really like that song and I can't remember how it goes. It's like, to say sorry. Oh, is it? Is it? Oh God, because I'm missing more than just your butt. It's like, I'm missing more than just your butt. (laughs) 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 It's so bad. (laughs) That definitely has to happen. Somebody out there, we have at least one talented listener, I'm sure. They need to do that. Oh, man. I believe in them. Okay. (laughs) What's another? I'm just Googling 2018 popular songs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think. I mean, I listen to the radio because I have to because I have this car that's 
has no aux cord, so I have to be a pleb and listen to the radio. So, but so I go- so I googled twenty eighteen popular songs, and I don't know any of these songs. Man, I don't recognize. I just songs are all bad. You know what? You know what would be fun is if we just took our favorite mid two thousands indie songs and put them in smooth. Okay. Because uh, technically, Smooth is a 1999 song, so it would still true. be a generational update to put it to put 2000s indie songs to Smooth. Yeah, that would be good. Like, I want you to do Such Great Heights meets Smooth by Santana. <laughs> okay, so it's like, it was a hot one. It'd be like... <laughs> they will see us <laughs> from Such Great Heights. <laughs> it's so bad. It's hard to do. Anyway, we're going to watch the movie Saved. Yeah, so what's the movie Saved about? It's, like, about this, like, really good, like, Christian girl um, who has, like, good Christian friends and a good Christian boyfriend. They like to tell each other, like, the good Christian boyfriend, they like to, like, go under the water in the pool and, like, underwater shout secrets to each other. It's, like, very Christian teen. And he tells her that he thinks he's gay. And so she hits her head on the pool, and she has a vision where Jesus says, like, (laughs) you gotta do everything you can do to help your boyfriend. And, um... It just goes off the rails from there. I know that apparently, because um, I looked up the synopsis, not the whole thing, but like the trailer synopsis, mm-hmm. and there's a treatment center to quote unquote cure his gayness, which reminded me of what uh, an LGBT comedy film that. But, but I'm, I'm a, a cheerleader. cheerleader. Yeah, which is you from. Love that movie. I do love that movie. I love that movie so much. I know it's one do. of those movies I cannot watch now as an adult because I don't want it to be ruined. So I was gonna say I was like we could do like a '99 episode because we basically already do '99 up ep- 1999 episodes because we're always talking about smooth. <laughs> but um, uh, we... in our defense, we thought we learned about smooth from a 2000 episode. Well, we didn't learn. About, I mean, we knew the song "Smooth" by Santana. I was Rob in a, um, of... I was like in a. How oh, dare you interrupt now. me saying the entire name of that song? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was just gonna tell him the the story about how I was like sitting in like a lobby of a of a building the other day and Smooth started playing and I tried very hard to get a video of you. <laughs> like over the radio. I just heard Smooth. I was like, Smooth is playing where I am. <laughs> I couldn't do it. You know, like how they still have like those phone lines you can call in to request a a song to say goodnight to your to your special lady friend or whatever if you and i live in the same town i would call up the radio station to dedicate smooth to you like at least once a day can you play smooth by santana <laughs> featuring rob thomas hey Matchbox are you the same lady 20? who just called in five minutes ago we told you you're not allowed to do that anymore <laughs> okay well i'm excited to watch saved we'll get back and talk about it whenever we can find a time to talk about it <laughs> we'll be back eventually. eventually just like the song smooth by santana it's gonna make a comeback on the charts i mean billboard said it's like the second most successful song of all time so you know what i'm gonna make a comeback when i start harassing the local radio djs and dedicating songs to you the cool thing about having an aux cord in my car is that i can listen to smooth by santana whenever i want (laughs) i i think about that all the time because when people when you know you listen to the rate well you don't have to but i have to listen to the radio and i hear people talking like oh yeah i want to play this song for my girlfriend and it's like is your girlfriend really listening to the radio right now in 2018? I would like to play this song for my podcast co-host who does not own a radio. <laughs> and does not live in this town. <laughs> not not even close. She cannot pick this radio station up. But it, this is going out for her. All right. <laughs> we'll see you later. We'll be back. 
Hey there, it's Allison Carter. I'm the host of the podcast, Not Your Little Lady. Each episode features a woman living in the South outside of socially accepted norms. Listen and relate as these women share stories about obstacles they faced and how it feels to come out on the other side. We talk about things that pissed us off, the booze we like to drink, and historical women who have made a difference. Through all this, we explore the importance of women owning their past, present, and future while keeping it light and funny. You can find episodes, which are released every other Wednesday, on most podcast listening apps or at notyourlittlelady.com. Be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at NYLL and on Facebook and Instagram at NotYourLittleLady. Happy listening, y'all. Okay, we are back. We both watched Saved, me on my cell phone, because that's the only <laughs> place I have it downloaded, and Janine elsewhere. I actually watched it on my cell phone, too. Yeah. Oh, fancy. <laughs> but you had an option. Okay, so let's just dive in. The main character, her name is Mary. And she has a boyfriend who she loves, and he's a perfect Christian boyfriend, except for the fact that he's gay. (laughs) So she smashes her head against a pool ladder, and when the gardener is saving her, she sees him as Jesus because he has long hair, and basically has a vision that she needs to save Dean from being gay. So she's like, you know what? God told me that I need to sleep with Dean to save him from being gay. And they have sex once. And um, after that, his parents find his gay porn magazines and he gets shipped off to like a gay conversion like camp or like it's what it's like a it's like a house for like for like wayward teens. Yeah, it's a Christian treatment center called Mercy House. It pretty much covers everything. And of course, you know, she had sex once and she gets pregnant because, you know, God's will. Yeah. And she's got these like this terrible friend played by Mandy Moore. Who does a fantastic job. I love a Mandy Moore movie. Yeah. Who's like way into being Jesus-y. Who has a brother who is paraplegic. Yeah. And um, he's played by by Macaulay Culkin. That's funny. He also does a good job. It's a good movie. Like. Yeah. It's a really good movie. I really liked it. And, you know, she just, you know, becomes disillusioned because she got pregnant and, you know, God didn't make her boyfriend not gay and yada 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 it's like i don't know why this movie's kind of hard to to like give a quick summary of well i just feel like a lot of the movies we do are not really that good and the plot is pretty much you just get rid of it because it doesn't really matter but this movie is actually enjoyable to watch and the plot actually does have intricacies like a lot of stuff is actually called back on like the christian band that hillary fay who's mandy moore's character mentions in the beginning is the band who plays at their prom like lots of you know like connecting threads and stuff like that not only that but it also spans a lot of time so yeah because it's like the whole school yeah it goes from the beginning of her you know from like getting pregnant to like actually having the baby um there's like a romance subplot with uh, Patrick Fugit, who plays a kid named Patrick. He's so cute. He's Have you so seen cute. Wrist Cutters? Yes. I was like, I remember him from something. I was like, yes, he's in Wrist Cutters, which is one of my favorite movies. But yeah, and of course, Hilary Faye also has a crush on him, and Mary doesn't want anything to do with it. My One of my favorite parts, you know, before she we, she actually finds out she's pregnant, is they watch her and her mom, who's Mary Louise Parker, who's great. Um, They watch a Lifetime movie starring Valerie Bertinelli. <laughs> and um it's about like her character having like cancer she goes i thought i was pregnant but you know i was throwing up all the time and i hadn't had periods and then mary kind of slowly dawns on herself so she goes and gets steals a pregnancy test 
And she's like biking home. She's like, Let it, please be cancer. Please be cancer. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of good use of like the way the plot moves forward. Like none of it was really like, oh, really? That's so cliche. This was, I mean, yeah, there was the, um, of course they had earlier scenes where she was vomiting, but she doesn't really know anything about pregnancy because they don't really have sex head or anything like that. So she doesn't know until that scene where, like you mentioned, and it's really cute. Like the school board or something makes them makes the Christian school give a sex ed class. And of course, it's like after she's already pregnant. Yeah. And she asks very awkwardly if Pastor Skip believes that Jesus might ask a Christian to not wait until marriage because it's his will. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Everyone laughs and she's like, oh, you never mind. And then I think one of the funny parts is like she never gets like super big. But, you know, at near the end, it's, like, very obvious she's pregnant. But since no one in the high school has ever, like, been pregnant, no one catches on. <laughs> yeah. And also there's a character named Cassandra who is, like, your typical, like, you know, acting out person in the school. And basically, like, she is, like, all the other... Because it's a Christian-based school. So all the students are, like, tripping over themselves to convert her because she's Jewish. Especially Hillary. Not not only convert her, they just want, they want her to be saved. Yeah. Yeah, I have to convert her and also be, like, a good person because, you know, she acts out and whatever. But Cassandra and Mary have a really cute little friendship. And Cassandra says, hey, you know, I'm really good at shoplifting. I once shoplifted a frozen turkey and just Daisy Dukes in a tube top. I can help you hide this baby bump. It's <laughs> so ridiculous. Roland, who is Hillary Faye's brother, is paying for all the stuff with Hillary Faye's credit card and... So it's like, it's a good movie, so I don't really know what to say about it, you know? that There's, like, not a lot to make fun of. Yeah. Um, I guess it's like, oh, they're trying to make Eva and Muri look ugly, but I'm like, mm, that's that's Susan Sarandon's daughter. She's beautiful. Like, especially during the prom scene when she's wearing that suit and her hair yeah. slicked back. I was like, oh, she's so pretty. Yeah, she looked gorgeous in that. And I was like, oh my god, she's so pretty. I know we kind of skipped over the plot a little bit, but I also know that some people have told, like, some of our listeners have said, like, no, they're, I, I want to watch these movies, but I do listen to see what the plot summary is. So, just really, it's, it's pretty, it's a shame to go through it so fast because it is a really good movie and I think you should watch it. But essentially, it follows Mary through the school year, and she develops a crush on Pastor Skip, who's the principal, um, his son, Patrick. And uh, Patrick also is interested in her, but Hillary's trying to be in between them. Hillary Faye. Yeah, Hillary Faye. <laughs> and Hillary... They never call her by just her first name. So, like, when they go to pick up Dean on the first day of school, Dean's in the Mercy House. Mary explains that he's been taken to the Mercy House and, and says, yeah, actually, it's because, you know, he's gay. And says, please don't tell anyone, promise you won't. And of course, Hillary Faye, once she sees that Mary and Patrick are becoming close, decides to hold like a prayer circle for Dean. And at that prayer circle, after I think it's after she finds out that she's pregnant, right? It, she's Yeah, she's already figured out she's yeah. pregnant by then. She basically tells off Hillary Faye and says, like, you can't do anything for him that I didn't already do. And that, like, God and... is bullshit, basically. Yeah. She's, like, angry. So that's when they start, she starts being ostracized from their group of the Christian jewels. They have, like, like little pins, which... like, lapel pins that say Christian jewels and yeah. rhinestones. Another thing is, like, you know, kind of jumping to the end, so they're all at prom, and none of them are supposed to be at prom. Like, Mary and and Roland and uh, Cassandra are not supposed to be at prom. They've been banned. They've been framed for graffitiing the school. That's when the van from Mercy House shows up, and it's 
like just full of like all the kids and the, Mary's like are you supposed to be here did they let you borrow the van but they just stole the van to come but uh, that's when Dean actually finds out that Mary's pregnant and he just seems super stoked <laughs> yeah he was so happy about it which was kind of surprising because I was like when I first saw how happy it was, I was like, they're not going to do a thing where he says, oh, okay, let's get married or whatever. Are they? Like, no. Like, he was very happy to introduce her to his roommate. His prom date. Uh, well, his boyfriend. They were roommates. And there was a cute little, like, like part of one of, like, the emotional montages when characters were being, you know. Ex- suffering. When everyone was suffering, They were kind of building basically. on it. Yeah. Where he's, like, staring at his roommate and clutching his Bible. It was, it was, so it was kind of It was just sad. sad. What? That wasn't cute. Yeah. It was just sad. It, well, it was cute because, like, he's fawning over him, you know, but, but also sad. But, yeah. Because, but, I mean, it works out in the end because they do escape the Mercy House together and go to prom. And But, yeah, the only thing I could think of was, like, oh, man, you know what? This is a guy who wants to be a father but never wants to sleep with a woman. <laughs> hey, it works out for him. He was, like, your first time? And he, she was, like, yeah. And he was, like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he only had to do it once and he got to have a baby. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I was excited. I was, like... Oh, this might go poorly, but I was like, eh, he just wants to, he loves Mary, even though yeah. he's not in love with Mary. Yeah. He he's definitely, like, holds affection for her in that kind of, like, you know, I'm glad you were there for me. Because, I mean, like, why else would he have, like, admitted to her? I mean, I know they were, so, in the beginning of the movie, which we mentioned this in the first part, but they have this thing where they tell secrets to each other underwater. Like in a swimming pool, Yeah. Yeah, and he tells her that he believes he's gay. And so obviously, like, even if maybe, you know, he was, he obviously didn't love her because, you know, he is attracted to men. He did obviously have a lot of feelings for her to be able to tell her something that would be such a huge secret for him. Yeah. So, but it was a very cute little movie. And of course it ends in that cute little way of she basically goes into labor at prom and... Patrick has told her that she, he doesn't care about, you know, her situation, that he just loves her. And so he's there along with, let's see, it's a, it's a pretty crowded room. So when she goes into labor, like, they're all kind of fighting about who's going to go in the ambulance with her. Yeah. Dean and Patrick both start to get in the ambulance and the, the EMT's like, listen, I've only got room for one of you. And Dean goes, well, I'm the father. And Patrick goes, well, I'm her boyfriend. And then uh, Dean's date goes, well, I'm his boyfriend. <laughs> and then her mom shows up and she gets in the ambulance. Which is nice. I also thought it was interesting because like throughout this whole movie which again you should definitely watch it so uh, like we're not doing it justice i know i'm kind of ruining the the major plot points but even if even if you know the major plot points i still think it's worth watching also we are not telling you this well <laughs> so like there's a thread throughout there where mary's mom lillian is kind of seeing pastor skip well he's very conflicted about it because he doesn't believe that divorce is part of god's plan yeah and like he and his wife are separated and she's like literally in another country and she wanted a divorce but he wouldn't get a divorce so because that's not what christians do (laughs) yeah like at the prom there's like a big argument between him and the people from mercy house because he says there is no such thing as a gray area it's all black and white and when everyone's at the hospital after Mary's given birth, Lillian looks out the window and sees Pastor Skip out there, like, pacing back and forth, kind of arguing with himself. It was kind of interesting that they made the choice not to show whether or not he goes in, because basically Lillian turns away from the window and just turns back to focus on her daughter and, you know, kind of like the makeshift slapshot family that's there. And a group photo is taken, and that's the end of the There's movie. so many people. It was cute. Yeah, it's cute. It's yeah. cute. It's a cute movie. 
It's like not there's not I mean this podcast doesn't really work when we watch good movies. I know, but we had to watch it cuz it was it was recommended to us and honestly I'm glad I watched it cuz it's a really yeah. really good movie. They turned it into a musical, which I think it's interesting. I feel like if we want to make fun of this, we should have watched that musical. Yeah, for sure. Because the musical looks pretty goofy. I do love how Manny Moore has a few songs in this movie, and she's just a ham in all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I know, like, there's one part I wrote in the notes is, like, because the, the what do they call themselves? The Christian... Jewels. The Christian Jewels. Not only are they, like, warriors for... Or girl gang for Jesus, as Mary says, which so means, good. you know, they protest at clinics and, and whatnot... They also lead the songs in assembly, and Mandy Moore is, of course, the singer, because why not? Because she's got Moore. a good voice. Yeah. At one point, Patrick is like, oh, you play the piano, that's great, and Mandy Moore jumps in and is like, yeah, she's really good at complimenting my vocals without overpowering them. I think one of the reasons it might be difficult to talk about this movie is because it is obviously like a religious movie. You know, it's got religious mm-hmm. themes to it, so we can't really talk about that without like tr- delving into, you know, religion. Yeah. But I did think it was interesting that I thought it had a pretty positive message at the end that it was kind of like, you know, we just need to focus on accepting people and understanding that not everything is black and white. There's a lot of, you know, gray area to that sort of thing. Moral ambiguity. That was a point of contention among critics, because I looked it up. I was like, well, what do people think about the movie? Because I liked it. Of course, our our boy Roger Ebert said that it was great. Three and a half out of four stars, calling it a pointed satire in the form of a teen comedy. Most of the critics were pretty positive about it, saying it was like one of the best movies, one of the best satire and teen comedy movies, more than just sweet and funny as it settles into an honest feeling of happiness and acceptance. On Rotten Tomatoes, the actual average for this movie is actually kind of low. It's still fresh because I think it's like 60%. But like all the all the angry Christian review websites drag this movie's rating way down. Yeah. Uh, one of the reviews that was basically spot had a spotlight on it was not actually from our Christian magazine. It's from Slant Magazine, which I looked it up. It doesn't... It's... Even though it's called Slant Magazine, it doesn't have a Christian slant. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, anyway, um, it was I had a really negative review, and I read it, and it was super harsh because a lot of the things it pointed out I, were things that I enjoyed from the movie. Like, it was saying that one of the things that it didn't like was that the characters who were the most devoted to religion were the ones who ended up being the bad people in the movie. But, like, that was kind of the point because there's one part in the movie where Roland says to Hillary Faye, like, you have everything. What more can you want? You have everything. What are you afraid of? Or something like that. Yeah. What are you afraid of? And it's, it's becomes clear. It's, it's not what makes them bad is not their religion. Like, it's not said like that. It's that they basically use it as a means to be better than other people. And I think in some ways, Pastor Skip, like, who is obviously the most religious person in the movie, is shown as a sympathetic character. Because, I mean, that's why they show him pacing back and forth, like, wondering whether or not he's going to go in. They wouldn't do that if they wanted him to be written off as a bad person. They would have had him, like, oh, and then he decided to go have sermons about teen pregnancy and never speak of this again. Because he actually wanted to send Mary to Mercy House. Yeah, it's just, like, kind of shitty. I mean, she's, like, so pregnant. Is it really going to do anything? Yeah. This, is, this isn't this is early enough to hide it, okay? You can't be like, oh, she has a drug addiction, and actually she's pregnant. It's like, no, she's nine months pregnant. She's not a big girl. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like one of those things where I just don't like it. I don't have jokes about this movie, because I'm just like, eh, it's a good movie. <laughs> I do like at the beginning, it's like, 
they're making the big Jesus billboard and Roland's on the ground and he's like, I don't think Jesus was white. And Hillary Faye looks down and goes, of course Jesus was white. <laughs> Basically, it touched on a lot of like weird racist issues surrounding Christianity, including like Hillary Faye's friend Veronica is from Vietnam. She's been adopted by two missionaries. And Hillary Faye goes on this weird long rant about how missionaries are great because they give religion to people who would just die savages and not ever go to heaven or ever be saved ever because they hadn't heard the word of Jesus. And then, like, Veronica, like, echoes that. And it's like, ooh. Yeah, it was very, like, She's like, if you were born in China, you probably would have just been murdered. Yeah. Ouch. And... And that, where would that leave you, Roland? And Roland's like, I don't know, China? Yeah, <laughs> Roland is a gift. I really enjoyed the Roland and Cassandra storylines. Do you think they named the character Roland because he rolls? Yes, absolutely I do. I was about to say, like, there are some... The character names in this are very pointed. Of course, Mary, the main character, is mm-hmm. named Mary, so she can have that moment of wondering, you know, the parallels between the her Mary. and the Virgin Mary. It. Yeah. You always put such like a an, like an analytical like educated twist on this, and I'm just like, it's dumb. Move on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Roland thing was pretty funny because I was looking through the TV tropes, and someone was like, "Yeah, Roland, like roll." <laughs> I was like, oh, it's funny because for Halloween he wears like a shirt with a ribbon tied in it because he's a roller skate. <laughs> Which is really good. Yeah. I love when they ask, he, she's like, how was your summer? And he's like, oh, it's great. I learned how to ski. I rollerbladed. <laughs> Yeah, it's really it's it's really good movie. There's lots of really cute moments in it, and it feels very genuine for a teenager movie because sometimes you watch a movie about high school and it's like people don't talk like this or act like this. And yeah, I didn't go to a Christian school, but all the characters were very believable in the way they acted, and like a lot of the the dialogue was okay. Yeah, I don't know about I don't know about that. What what I mean I mean some of them were I mean. Hillary Faye was, like, really over the top, and... Oh, yeah, but, I mean, that's a little different, because you had to have that. I mean, like, I meant kind of like... Cassandra, the... I wouldn't... I don't know. Cassandra was... She started out as too much. Yeah. And all the dweeby girls who were just, like, obsessed with Hillary, I'm like, eh, okay, yeah, maybe, but I don't know. I think maybe, maybe what I meant, like, the conversations, like, when they were relaxed, kind of felt, yeah, I good, guess. like, yeah. more realistic than some. Did you ever play the game Life is Strange? Yeah. Like, the dialogue in that is so bad. It really is. It's so, so bad. When you played that, did you get the girl to not kill herself? Yeah. Yeah, so did I. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And that's a religious character. That's on topic. Her name is also Kate. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I can't have her die. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, you're right. It's not, none of their things are really realistic because it is an over-the-top, like, satire satire on the thing. But I felt like a lot of their dialogue was more believable than some I've seen, so. Yeah, it's not, it's not Life is Strange. I I recommend watching it. I think it's kind of a, um, I really wish that we had something more to say about it. But honestly, with a movie like this, you can't really talk about it without getting into weird, like uncomfortable territory that we're as a comedy podcast that produces trash content. We are not equipped to tackle. You know, it's actually kind of funny that we don't have much to say about this movie because we we started this podcast wanting to make very, very short episodes. And we usually end up rambling for like 45 minutes instead of the 30, 30 that we were originally aiming for. So sometimes maybe it's good that we don't have anything to say. Yeah. And just so you guys know, we just had to cut out a lot of stuff where I was just bad. T- we were just trash talking our relatives. <laughs> 
and coworkers. You know, actually, it's funny because I do a lot of editing on this podcast, and mostly I just do the normal stuff, like editing out when we repeat ourselves or ums and uhs or weird, awkward silences. But I also edit out a lot of mean things that Kate says or dumb things that I say. So <laughs> there are many times where I've had to edit out mean comments about celebrities that you've made. And I was like, I don't want to. Are they going to listen to this? No. No, they're not going to listen, but I don't want people to. You I think... le- the flavor of this podcast is me saying mean things about Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20. <laughs> so I need you to stop editing those out. Man, it's a hot one. All right. Well, I'll keep those in, but I'm going to continue making myself look smarter than I am. You can look smart, but stop trying to make me look nice. They know I'm not nice. Uh, So actually, it's pretty easy to um, come up with a crime for this movie because there is a crime in this movie. Is it graffiti at a Christian school? Yeah, or knock down a statue of Jesus. It's a billboard dummy. (laughs) You know, billboard brings to mind like a square thing. Yeah, but they say billboard in the movie. Yeah, it. which didn't really make sense to me because I was like, it's it's like a big Jesus cutout. It's not really a billboard. I mean, a billboard is like a flat thing. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. It's a good movie. Definitely watch it. I'm sorry that we butchered the plot so badly, but I really, it's mainly because I didn't really want to put in all the things that make the movie worth watching. You need to just go watch it. It's just, there's a lot of plot to this movie. Which is usually a problem with me because I don't like paying attention to movies. It was really good. Actually, there are multiple times in my notes where I just wrote like, wow, I like this. This is actually really nice. I'm I'm feeling very spoiled watching this movie. So well, Don't get used to it, baby, because we're right back to shitty movies forever. <laughs> yeah. Siri, what's the worst movie ever? <laughs> Mighty Joe Young. Oh, she's right. <laughs> Man, is that the, the, only... is that the gorilla one? Yeah, it's the only movie that I ever walked out of. And when I say I walked out of it, I mean, I went to go see it with my mom because I was like nine and she hated it so much that we left. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Mighty Joe Young came out in 98. We can't watch it. God damn. You know, actually, I was just looking up uh, because I'm at one of those big old bulky computer desks from back in the day. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what about DVDs we got over here? And guess what's on my shelves? Is it Mighty Joe Young? It's Shrek, actually. Oh, my God. I don't know why Shrek is on this shelf, but Shrek and Miss Congeniality and Scooby-Doo 2. That, those are three A-plus movies. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, like, looking at it, at the Mighty Joe Young, and I'm thinking... And the thing is that I was, like, so confused while we were leaving, because I was, like, six when this movie came out, so I was genuinely having a good time. <laughs> my mom looked at my dad and was like, we're out of here. And I was like, but the gorilla... Okay, we're just totally off topic now. Well, you know what, you guys? This is a good movie. I recommend you watch it. And I'm glad that we watched it. And if So if you have any other suggestions for movies to watch, just know it's better if you tell us really bad movies to watch. Stop giving us good movies to watch. That's not what we're here for. I'm not allowed to watch good movies. That's so. that's on Janine's own time. Yeah. That's what, that's what, whenever I get to it, I'm going to watch Secondhand Lions. <laughs> it's such a good movie. <laughs> you I know offered I you really want to watch? I offered you an actual good movie and you picked Dodgeball. <laughs> you know, I, um, that's actually my fault. Yeah, you're right. But then again, was maybe it was the right choice because obviously we can't talk about bad movies or good movies. There are um, enough, there are enough strange plot points in Secondhand Lions to make fun of though. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the thing is about saved that all the plot points are pretty good. So it's like, they just okay. makes yeah. sense. There's stuff yeah. in the secondhand lines that, despite being a good movie, just do not make sense. Yeah, I didn't have anything in saved that was like, what? Why is this happening? It's not like, oh, okay, that makes sense. That was built up. That's cute. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, so, this, is, this is fine. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's something I want to make us watch, but I have literally no way on, of how we would do it because it's a Hallmark series called The Tenth Kingdom. And so, like, it's... A long TV series, no. but we used to watch it all in one go when I was a kid because we were weird like that. And it's really, really good. Um, but No, we can't watch it. <laughs> but it's also really bad because it's a modern day, like, it's fantasy meets modern day New York. And it's like, it's good and... I refuse. <laughs> yeah, it's too long to watch, but it would be a lot of fun to make fun of. But I don't know how we would do it because it's just way too long. Because, like, 10 hours of footage. Plus, I mean, it's something I've never heard of, and I'm going to assume a lot of people have not heard of. Yes, but that's what... Everyone should watch it. It's good. All right, so... Too niche. Everybody, there's, there's two projects for all my work... My, my workers. My audience members to do. Watch Saved, because it's actually a good movie. And then go onto Amazon, buy a copy of The Tenth Kingdom for literally, like, a dollar, because that was how much it was last time I bought a copy for a friend. And watch it. And then... <laughs> Put in enough requests that we review it on this show so I can make Kate watch it because it's really I good. Refuse. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's about all we can say about Saved and You're about. Have to edit so much stuff. Well, I'm going to have to edit out almost all of this and hopefully I don't die by the end of it. I anyway, will. you can catch us at hatepodcast.com. We're on Twitter at hatepodcast. We have a Facebook group called Guess What You're Gonna Hate. We have a Facebook page called Guess What You're Gonna Hate. Um,. What else? I don't normally do this. That's that's pretty much it. You got it. Crushed it. So good at this. <laughs> Professional and, podcaster 2018. And you can always email us at, this is a long ass email, but it's guess what you're going to hate at gmail.com. All one word. Don't put spaces yes. in there. You should know yeah, how no, work. No apostrophes. Actually, something interesting about Gmail accounts, because I have nothing left to say. Um, Gmail accounts, you do not have to put a dot in your email, even if you have it like that. Oh, yeah, because um, a woman named Catherine, <laughs> who is in her 40s or 30s in Alabama, <laughs> thinks that her email is Catherine.Harper at gmail.com. But my email address is Harper at gmail.com. And she keeps signing me up for Trump emails. And she keeps signing me up for, like, for like job listings in, like, Dothan, Alabama. And I'm like, I looked her up and I'm like, you're not that old. You shouldn't be this bad at computers. No, that's not even that bad. My mom, um, her... Yeah, which I'll just say like Jane Doe at hotmail.com because yeah, hotmail. So my mom still got her hotmail account. Some lady in Britain also thinks that's her email address and has been using it for years, for like at least 10 years now. And I tried to sign my mom up for an iTunes account because she got uh, an iPad. And it ended up having all of this lady from the UK's information on it because we reset the password and it had all of her credit card information saved on it. I was like, how can you? Oh, you can get you can get free iTunes stuff now. (laughs) Yeah, because that's not illegal. (laughs) That's that's the crime. That's the crime you have to do. Janine's mom defraud this Englishman. (laughs) Yeah, mom, you hear that? (laughs) I'm so glad. But like, you're really proud of me. She's been doing this for at least a year. My mom's so proud of me. And I found out that woman's actual Gmail account, it has it's like not even close to my <laughs> Gmail account. You should just forward everything to her. No, <laughs> she does not deserve that. <laughs> I just I've been signing her up for Democrat emails. <laughs> hey, why not?
So Catherine, if you're listening to this, you're dumb. You're dumb. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to edit out so much stuff. <laughs> no, you leave this in. No, actually, don't leave this in because I just said her full name. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna leave it in, but I'm gonna bleep it all out. You can say yes. Yeah, bleep out her last name. Yeah. You can leave just, it. Uh, just Catherine. Bleep, bleep. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna bleep it with sounds of you making those weird do- music. <laughs> The weird, like, songs that you do when you try to sing us out at the end of episodes. <laughs> That's my new censorship. Wait, 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 wait. Here's the best censorship sound, okay? okay. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. But, like, it seriously. Is law. But, like, seriously. Her email address is kh.gmail.com. That's not. What the? F- That's not even. She thinks it's Catherine Harper. That's not even her fucking name. <laughs> Okay. That's her maiden name. She's been married for years. I know because I looked it up. I hate her. I hate her. Oh my god. Okay, that's all. That's we need to get out of here. Goodbye. Bye.